years of wrongdoing and right doing. There is a field. I'll meet you there. When the soul lies down in the grass, the world is too full to talk about. Ideas, language, even the phrase each other doesn't make sense. Hi everyone. I call this episode the eco-warrior. The reason for this should become evident as you listen to the podcast. I am very happy to introduce Christina to you. We met in a coffee shop in Blowberg Strand after Christina had been on a beach cleanup adventure. I did not realize at the time how all the sounds seemed to come into our corner. I had to work hard to get the sound quality workable, but I have to apologize for it. I think I am learning that coffee shop recordings are not ideal. Yeah, I know, I'm a slow learner. I met Christina when she was about five or six years old, and she has surely grown into a woman of substance. We have been Facebook friends for a long time. It was only when I watched a video she posted that had to do with the question, are you aware of what is in your food or something like that, that I started seriously scrolling through a posting and found Trash Talk. This is a new Eco-Awareness Facebook page. When I saw what she was doing there, I realized that I needed to get her to come and talk to us. This podcast is supported by the first layer, the 12-step workbook on working through the 12 steps in any addiction in 21 sessions. There's also a 24-day step coaching and counseling program available based on the first layer. For some information in this regard, go to www.freddy.org.za and click through the notices at the right of the homepage. Sit back and enjoy Christina's journey. Good morning. Good afternoon. We are. Good afternoon, Christina. How are you doing? Good afternoon, Freddie. I'm fine, thanks. How are you? I'm well, thank you very much. So, thank you for having me. You are very welcome at Meet Me in the Field. I was so excited the other day when I suddenly realized that oh, I want to talk to you. It, it, it never dawned on me because I, I watched a Facebook posting of yours that had to do with what is in your food. Yes. You shocked the shit out of me. <laughs> It's, it's scary, and I don't even know if that half of that is 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 true. But I mean, the iodine in like in the mayo when it changes color, it's yes. concerning. Interestingly enough, what what really bothered me was the the wax around the apple where they washed it. And a few days later, I spoke to a client of mine who is a orange farmer, and he said, oh, "It's overcast. It's a bit rainy. They can't pick oranges today." And I said to him, "So." Surely you can pick oranges when it's raining? He said, no, because we, we can't put on the wax. I said, well, I, That's do you actually wax oranges? Yeah, everybody does. Are we eating that? Are we giving our, our children? <laughs> I, I don't know. It's, yeah, we're putting so much cotton in, like, in, in and on everything. It, it, I think it explains a lot of illnesses that people are getting. Yeah, you know, I'm starting to believe that as well. It's, I mean, it can't just be because. Yes. You know, there has to be something. So what I'm seeing from you is that you seem to have become a bit of a environmental warrior. Eco warrior. Eco warrior. Yes, there I you am. go. And that is not a warrior as in W O R or I E R. I think I'm more of that, but you are a warrior. W A. Yes. Yeah. We, we worry and then we fight. Yeah. So so you're the fighter. I'm the warrior. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 take, I take a bit longer to take action. I mean, I've been wanting to become vegetarian now for I suppose two years because okay. I started following someone at, on Twitter that posted about the cruelty to animals and. 
it was so I, epic. I can't watch this. I, I actually unfollowed the person because I couldn't watch it anymore because I couldn't get the pictures out of my head. I couldn't see myself as a vegetarian, even though I felt so guilty about it. But then suddenly one day I, I saw the fridge was empty and as I closed the fridge I said, I'll go and buy meat today, but not for me. And that was it. From then, Yaku is still eating meat, I'm not. And how's that going? Like, how, how, do you I feel any different? Yes, yes, thank you. I, I can't say that I feel any different, really. Morally, I feel good. Psychologically, I feel good about me that I've made that I've made that decision. But physically, I can't I can't really say that. But that's okay because I'm not just a physical being, and if something doesn't psychologically work, then I'm quite happy about it. So we are meeting in Bloberg. On the 15th um, of September, International Coastal Cleanup Day, or World Coastal Cleanup Day. It's oh. International Coastal Cleanup Day and also World Cleanup Day. I didn't know that. It is. Yeah, it's a whole big I, thing. There was an app and everything. You could download it and you could take pictures of trash. Cool. And then like you could mark it as hazardous or not a lot or a lot or we need help, etc., etc. And then either you or someone goes and cleans it up and then they go on the, onto to the app and you mark it off as clean and yeah, it's a whole big thing. Awesome. I was, I was at Sunset Beach earlier, there were so many people, Cape Town TV was there, SABC was there, oh, I met wow. a very interesting man named Paul Stunder, um, he is a, I mean he works a, in, in a factory, um, a, a granite factory. And he says, granite factory. Yeah, and he says for about six months, every Saturday he was going to the dump and just taking photos, taking photos of rubbish. And I mean, he was sitting there on the beach, he was digging in the sand and I was helping him. We were getting all the noodles and the microplastics out and so had a really good chat and he was telling me about, he was taking photos at, the, at these dumps like every week. And he said he noticed that there were pelicans. And there's pelicans that are living in the dump and they're eating all the food. Pelicans. Pelicans. There's, you know, the yeah. thing by their neck, mouth, and yeah. I was fascinated, but he says now, like, they're, they're not letting anyone in there to take photos and etc. etc. Et but he's, he's, he's on Facebook and I think he's on, on Instagram as well. Okay. Um, I'll get his handle from you because I love following people like that. But Something that really touched me so deeply was I saw a YouTube video of a sea turtle or a tortoise or whatever you call them with a, 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 a straw, up, a his straw up his nose. It's terrible. You know, the, the, and since then, I have, I'm not using plastic straws. I was so upset with myself the other day. I was somewhere and I opened the plastic straw and started using it. And, oh, damn it, I'm using a plastic it's, straw. It's the worst thing ever. I know, I know. <laughs> I'm so used you know, to it. You just want to kick yourself. Also, the worst thing is when they just give it I to don't you. Want, don't give me a straw. Yeah, I don't want to use a plastic bag. But it happens so often that I'm somewhere and I decide to quickly pop into the shop. Yeah. I don't have my bags with me. Yeah, let's keep them in your car. I need to keep them in my car. But yeah. even then, like, I'll, I mean, yeah, I'll, 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 I'll go and you're walking yeah. in and you realize, oh, oh shit, the bag is in the car. And now it's too far to go back. Yeah. So, how did this, this eco awareness started for you? I started. Um, joining the Sea Shepherds um, and another company called Clean Sea, and um, they would come to beach cleanups every I think last Sunday of the month. But what made you decide to do that? I got a driver's license and I needed to go somewhere. Oh, cool! <laughs> and what is better than to to use the driver's license to good use instead of driving to a pub? To a <laughs> exactly. I, I, I don't want to go drive to a pub because then I can't have a drink. You know, I have to Uber, etc., etc. Yeah. So I was like, you know what? I, I want to go to the beach and you spend more time there. I figured here, yeah, but. I don't want to go on my own. 
there's enough on here. Like, let me see if it's beach cleanup, smart, what, what. So, then also, I also started watching videos and, and, and seeing them with turtles with straws up their nose or whales that are entangled oh, in fishing line. Se- seals who have got um, fishing stuff around their neck for so long that it's it's like chafed and, and engraved. Oh, that's awful, yeah. I was like, no, no, no. And I, I, I need to be part of the solution, not yeah. the pollution. Oh, I like that. Mm. Absolutely. I read that online. I thought that's brilliant. Oh, good. Yes. What? Why do other people think about those good lines and we don't? Because <laughs> after that, I, that I can't get to create a line like that type of thing. Because yeah, you're also you also actually a qualified journalist. I am. I am, but I haven't written in years, so I'm, I'm, so I'm getting back into that. Which I'm trying to raise awareness to my writing, whether it's serious writing or it's funny writing. Because I mean, I've, I I use. I use Facebook as a way to like entertain myself and other people. And whenever I see people, and they'll say, "Oh, I love your page. You're so funny and everything, and you know, blah 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 blah." And I think, well, let's let's try and put some real things on there now. Yes. You know, and I think I have even posted by saying that's your Facebook page. Yeah, my, my and, and that one. is it's my name. It's Christina De You have to spell that for us. D E C A R V A L H O. Okay, so there you go. Facebook, Christina De Cavallo. Find, all, find all my her. Facebook page Trash Talk. Oh, Facebook page Trash Talk. That's a new one. That, that's a new one. It's, it's a brand new new one. Um, and we are posting things on it. So obviously from today's events at the beach cleanup. And that's everything to do with cleaning the environment. If, the I, environment. if I say trash yeah. talk, trash it sounds... Trash So from beach cleanups to recycling, what to recycle, where to recycle, eco bricks, the whole shebang. That's the question I wanted to ask yeah, you. The eco yes. I, was for the I, I saw a posting about eco bricks, and I am very, very embarrassed to say I have no idea. A lot of people don't what, know what on it is. earth are they? So explain yourself, young lady. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so eco bricks are mainly two-liter bottles, like empty plastic bottles, and you just take a stick and you stuff it to capacity. I mean, like this brick must not have any space in it. You must stuff it with everything that's non-biodegradable. Okay. So your chip packets, your little sachets from your honey when you come to the restaurant. Obviously, you have to kind of clean some of the things. Look, I'm not, like if you have a chip packet, don't go wash it. Just sprinkle, like make all the crumbs, yeah. sure the crumbs are out. So those things, um, the packaging around like um, a six pack of beers or your cider, whatever, plastic, okay, basically, you just shove into this bottle. And you shove, 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 shove. So you can't stuff anything more in it. And then they are used to build classrooms, homes, benches, like kind of structures. They actually use these to build it. And what do you do with them once you have them? Where do you take them to be there's, used? There's a bunch of different places, like all around Cape Town. Um, I'm not sure about Joburg. So you can Google EcoBrick yeah. Pickup or EcoBrick Users. The Aquarium have, have a brilliant article um, on, on EcoBricks and they they provide a whole list of, of like different places, like there's okay. Coke Bay, Nordok, Woodstock, Milneton, so, everywhere. So, challenge for trash, trash talk followers and for Meet Me in the Field followers, why don't you do a posting about that and about where the, the eco-brick drop-offs are or pickups are and tag Meet Me in the Field. Then your followers and my followers will know where to go with it. Because exactly. I think it's a brilliant, brilliant, brilliant country. No, it's, 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 at the moment, yeah. it's the only kind of solution yeah. that we have to the, the, these plastics. Are these non-recyclable plastic, or is this an alternative to recycling? 
It doesn't really matter, does it? Or look, look, okay, there's, there's, I mean, I, if on my trash talk, I, I did do a whole article on EcoBricks, so I'll share that with you. Okay, page. please do. Um, you, okay, so, and I've, I've started an EcoBrick at work, I'm trying to teach everyone at work as well. So you have your milk carton, the plastic one, thanks so much, the milk carton, which is the plastic one, and then you'll have a packet of chips. Uh, you'll have a coke bottle with a straw in it so first of all you're going to take the the plastic wrapping around the coke bottle no, that says coca-cola yeah. and about and the um the milk label as well cut that off that that's plastic that goes in your eco brick okay okay your milk bottle goes into your recycling bag okay so one is EcoBrick, one is recycling. Okay. Um, EcoBrick is kind of re- recycling, but you're not kind of breaking down the plastic. It's not being cleaned and shredded and then melted into okay. noodles again to be made into something else. Um, it's just using it, using yeah. it for something else. And the great thing about EcoBricks is, um, say you cut full of that building or you don't want that bench anymore, you can just break it apart and you can reuse those bottles because they're they're with cob. Yeah. They're put together with cup, which is like clay and sand and straw and a whole combination. Um, you can use cement, but cement is more just sealed it completely. Okay. Once it's covered, the sun won't get in and won't damage it and won't make it brittle. It's okay. And that's why you, you can reuse them to build something else. Yeah. Very, very um, I did speak to so where did you, you where did you learn about it? I have a lot of time on, on my hands. You're, you're a single lady and you have a lot of time. Yes, a lot of time. So well now I mean recycling is my new boyfriend. I mean I, I, I was on Tinder. I did that kind of dating because I didn't know what to do with my, myself anymore. And then I just got cut full of that. And now I mean if a guy asks me, I have to say I'm sorry. Actually, I have to stop my eco break. I have done that. I. I <laughs> I thought of, about it this morning, kind of, how awesome will it be to, be to meet a nice young gentleman also on the same passionate path as you? I think that's maybe also why I started going to the beach cleanups, just to meet new people. Yeah. You, know, you never know who you can meet. Everyone. And did you meet nice people? I did. I, I met cool. some lovely people. Um, I managed to bring some friends with and, and you know, and, and they join in yeah. on the cleanups. Um, and you're always in this area or do you sometimes come to my area as well? No, no, no. I'm, 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 I live in Buddhism, so I normally go to the cleanups in Milton. It's okay. table. So I must look for cleanups. Kamaki, Tukai, Camps Bay, yeah. like that side, yeah. Okay. There, is, there was a big one at Gordon's Bay. So that's my area. Uh, yeah. Halderberg. There is a group on Facebook. Actually, they, they liked I shared a post onto their wall, and then they liked it and invited me to like their page and oh, cool. like my page back yeah so there is a group it's the Halderberg okay, so Strand the... and Gordon's Bay because you have that way right yeah, yeah. yeah I'm some of these so that's there um, yeah so they were also having a big thing on the 9th or 8th of October I think cool because well. I always see a sponsor on a Saturday morning and I've, I've used that as an excuse and I thought last night but I could see him on a Saturday morning and then do this type of thing because I'm really, really passionate about it. Because Johannesburg has this, they've got a monthly cleanup as well. Yes, yeah. And run by the city council. And I really, really like that idea. It's such an active social consciousness concept that if you pick up three papers and you've actively contributed to something today, so you can that night get into bed feeling good about you. And for me, that has become such an important part of life is to feel good about you. 
So, talking about that, has your unconsciousness about yourself changed since you've been doing this stuff? Yes. You mean in, in, in terms of things I use? And, in, in terms and of how you feel about yourself, you know, because you're doing something really good. Um, look, I've, you know, I, it, 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 it is quite rewarding, you know, when, when I can talk to someone and they are interested in what I have to say, whether I'm telling them about EcoBricks or what to recycle or the fact that China has stopped buying the whole world's pl- plastic, so now we're all stuck with trillions and trillions of tons of our plastic. Or I didn't the, know that. Yeah, or the Great Pacific Garbage Patch, you know, so I'm, I'm, oh my God, it makes me feel good that I can talk about yeah. these things, but... Sometimes it's also quite frustrating because not everyone takes it seriously. Yeah. I, I feel that in the, in, in the future I'm going to have to realize and understand I'm going to hit a lot of walls with, with people, yeah. you know, because people just don't give it. They don't I've, give in, in, enough shit. Yeah. A friend of mine, I chatted to him on here, he's the altruist and he runs an NGO called Tandu. And when he started with Tandu, he also... He, he, he's so passionate about what he does. He's not so passionate that he spoke to everybody about it. And he was so angry and so disappointed that people just weren't willing to go on this journey with him. And it took him a really long time to kind of say, actually, this is my journey. And I can choose who I take on this journey. And if you're not interested, then I can choose. Other, okay, you're still a nice friend, but I'm not going to talk to you about this stuff. And, but it took him a while to get to that discernment level in his own head. Do you feel that this stuff that you're doing contributes to you as a spiritual being? Yeah, like in a sense, as in um, the, 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 the earth is a, a spirit, like in, in itself, you know, and how do I say this? I don't even make sense. It makes perfect sense, I think. You know, yeah, so you, it's me getting back into nature but also trying to heal nature yes. you know every thing i pick up on the beach is one less thing that's going to end up in some bird's stomach i mean yeah. On, yeah on our cape town shores there are birds lying there dead and their stomachs are full of plastic so you know it's it's it's, it's, it's my way to spiritually connect you know and, and, and also just give back yeah because earth gives us everything like, I mean, it even gives us plastic. Plastic is made from petrol and gas. Yeah. And those are things that are sourced from the earth. They're not, they're not just made out of, out of nothing. And we just we just using and abusing her, you know. So just to give back, just give a voice, you know, yeah. to those. I mean, I'm I'm not really like people help people person. I'm more of help animals, help the environment, things that don't have a voice. I yeah. will give them that. Voice. I'm very much with, with, with you on that as well. Now you grew up Roman Catholic. I did. I did. I because did. of your your Portuguese heritage. Yes, my Portuguese comes. <laughs> Do you speak Portuguese? Only after I've had some drinks. Sorry? <laughs> Only after a few drinks. <laughs> And do you speak it well then? <laughs> I'd like to think I do. <laughs> I'm so, in a way, I'm kind of excited. I don't know how realistic the excitement is, but of all the European countries, I haven't been to Portugal yet. Okay. And I've cool. always been keen. And um, I spoke to the podcast that went out on, went on Thursday, was a guy called in the Pilgrim, and he just recently did the Portuguese Camino. 
Camino yes, de Santiago. I started listening to that. Yeah. And I thought it dawned on me, but there is now a perfect excuse for me to go to Portugal because it's. And what he says as well is, you see, you, you don't just see the major tourist spots. You, you see, you see real life because you walk, you walk through little villages where you see real people doing yeah. real stuff and not just a gift shop yeah. type of situation. Because I, I think I'm over the gift shop tourism type of concept. So that sounds really exciting, and I think. Pocket-wise, financial-wise, it's possibly one of the, the most cost-effective ways to destroy the country as well. In the euro? Hmm. Okay. I think so. I'm not sure. Because you get the pilgrim meal, which is about 10 euros every day, a three-course meal, and the place where you sleep is about the same. So one good meal and a place to sleep for about 20 euros. I think... I'll do that. Yeah, you can't get that. And this is a pilgrimage, right? Yeah. And where do you go? Like, do they go to Fatima? Um, you can Fatima actually decide where you want to start. Okay. If you've got X amount of days, you can calculate how much you want to walk a day, and then work walk back and work back and say, okay, so I'm going to start about 200 kilometers from from the from the end, and okay. it will take the X amount of days. Okay. You can plan your route around like that. Sounds cool. So I'm quite excited because I spoke to my husband about it last night, yesterday, and. He sounds excited, and it's just—it's a—it's a poem. It's, it's a spiritual path that, that that you go. In. So that's quite exciting. Sorry, uh, back to your your Catholic. Roman Catholic upbringing. <laughs> yes. Were you in a convent school? No, no, I went to a normal government school. Okay. But then you know, I did the whole catechism and you know doing the obviously your baptism and then the confession and then the communion and then your confirmation. Um, so you did the whole caboodle. Yeah, well, there's, there's seven, they're called sacraments. So there's, yeah. I think there's seven of them. I don't know, there's seven of everything in the Bible. So <laughs> I, I think there are seven. I can recover his 12 of everything. <laughs> <laughs> um, the last three I, I, I haven't had yet. I, I think the one is uh, the sacrament of marriage, the anointing of the sick, and uh, your last rites. So obviously, I haven't had those yet. <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh, one of them you don't have a choice, I presume. The last right. <laughs> yeah, it's going to happen whether you want it or not. Yes. But the other two, um, the anointing of the sick, and then uh, your marriage. Yeah. Uh, sacrament. I think it's just it's a kind of promise. You know, so do you, do you still practice? Uh, I'm, I I do what my uncle says. You know, he says that any time he goes to churches for hatchings, hatchings, and dispatchings. <laughs> I, I have pretty much followed in that. So I love that. Hatchings, and matchings, and dispatchings. Oh, fabulous. I've never heard that. Another one of those things that, why do other people think of clever things like yeah. that and not me? Yeah, so I, 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 I don't practice. I don't go to church every, every Sunday. Um, I found it a bit too clicky, you know, especially because, you know, they, they want the youth involved, you know. So eventually it, 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 just, it became like, like a social, you know. I, I come there to talk to God. I don't want to talk to other people. Yeah. You know? Um, I've also felt kind of a sense of pressure in, 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 in some way. It's as if now that you're here, you don't have a free will whether you want to stay or what you want to do. It's kind of... And that, I didn't like it at all. Yeah. It just became too much of a, a social thing. You know, like I said, I'm not there to talk to you. I'm there to talk to God. Yeah. So I haven't been in a while, but I still believe, you know. Yeah. Um, I'm not, obviously I'm, I mean, no one knows, but I mean, I, I, I don't think that there's a big man in the sky who's going to 
come to me one day, like when I get in, have yeah. a whole list, or maybe he will. I I don't know. No, nobody knows. But I, I I just kind of believing that you know you must live a life that is happy and fulfilling and don't hurt anybody and just you know do the right thing always. Yeah. You know, try try and 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 if you fuck up, say sorry. And to do ever say sorry. There's yeah. nothing wrong with saying sorry. Um, and yeah, we're all in this t- together. I mean, hell, hell and heaven can be on, on, on earth. I mean, you, you can be alive and just be unhappy and in a spiral of darkness and then you're basically living in hell. Yeah. Or you can be happy and content and do the right thing and be a good person and you can have a heavenly kind of life. Yeah. Just be happy. Um, I do believe in, in, in angels as well. Cool. Um, you went to the Robbie Williams concert dressed as an angel. I, I remember that, that quite well. Wow, I will never forget it. I don't know. I was so impressed with with the thought process that that went behind it. I love, but I'll, I'm loving angels instead. <laughs> I thought that was so awesome. Ten years ago, I suppose. Even born because I went with Nikki. Yeah. I don't think Emma was born, and Emma's fourteen now. No. Emma was born because I knew Nikki then. I got to know Nikki directly after Emma's birth. Oh, okay, okay. It must have been quite soon after that. Sorry for, for the listeners. Nikki is a mutual... Actually, Nikki is your cousin. She's my cousin. Yeah. And Nikki and I used to work together. That's how Christina... No, that's actually not how Christina and I know. Hey, <laughs> met my mom. Yeah, because Christina's mother and my ex-husband used to work together. So I've known you since you were very, very small. Yeah. How, how old were you in 1993? I was born in 88, so 92. So you were about five years, six years old when I got to know I was of seven you. in 95, so yeah, I was Eric started working for NetBank in 93 with your mother. That's when we got to know your mother and obviously got to. 93, my goodness. So you have grown up right in front of my phone. And another interesting fact about Christina, she used to be Tyson's mom. <laughs> yes, yes. And the best thing that came out of this friendship was, was my relationship with Tyson. Yes, yes. <laughs> he the is best, just best person. I could not have asked for a better such person a to take him. Really, like. Well, if you listen to, I wish you'd taken both. If you listen to some of the podcasts, you will definitely hear him in the background. Oh, really? Will, yeah, he, he comes in constantly and he demands attention. Oh, you know, he's a counseling. Is he counseling cat? He is okay. officially a counseling cat. He's a perfect He's, cat for that because he loves to be cuddled. He loves to be cuddled and held if there's a lap he wants to be in it. So what happens, I will start a session with a client and he won't invariably not be in the room. And then after about 10 minutes, he will meow at the door. So I'll ask the client, do you mind if the cat comes in? Nobody's ever said no. So he comes in and um, he normally goes over to the client and smells the client, but then he jumps on my lap. Uh, which makes it very difficult for me to take notes because <laughs> I kind of have to have the, note, the, the, yeah. the, the clipboard everywhere. But anyway, I do it and then when the client starts crying, if he jumps off my lap, go to lies with the client. You lie. I'm not <gasps> lying oh, at all. Look at he's an emotional support. He is, he is totally an emotional support. If you ever fly, you can just put him on the plane with you. <laughs> so yeah, that, that is just one of the best things that ever came, came out of this friendship. Um, yeah. So... Something else came to my mind and I can't remember what it was. It was to do with... Oh yes. What do you believe your purpose on Earth is? Well, there we now with the big, big questions. The big guns are coming out now. What's my purpose on Earth? 
Do you believe we have a purpose on this? Are we here for a reason? Ach, you know, it, it, it depends. You know, if, if, if I'm having not such a good day, then I think, what is my purpose here? Why are we here? Are we all just here as humans to come and excuse my friends to fuck up the planet and leave? <laughs> yeah. What are we doing? Surely that can't be the purpose. That can't be it. You know, there must be something more. Yeah. So, I, I don't know. I, you know, I, 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 I used to kind of think maybe I'm just, you know, get a job, meet someone, get married, have children, live a good life raise good people, you know, and put good people on the planet, yeah. you know, and etc. Et et and when I got to 30 and that didn't happen, and I know everyone says, oh, but you're 30, you're so young, blah, blah, but, so I don't know, right now I think my purpose is to help clean up the planet. <laughs> so I you, think that's an excellent purpose. That's what I'm doing at the moment, yeah. so that's what I'm trying to do. One piece of plastic or garbage at a time. There's so much food. There is so much, and people are not realizing it. You know, I, I, I was chatting to that Paul Stunder today, and I said, you know, if we had that great Pacific garbage patch, if we had that right outside our door here, like between Cape Town Shore and Robben Island, yeah. people would be freaking out. Because, because that thing is bigger than that it's area, bigger isn't than it? Texas. It's huge. Oh, my God. So people fill up this bay over and over and over, and over again. It's bigger than Texas. And we, we, we're not aware of it because it's not staring at us in the yeah. face. But it is when there's a big storm and our beach here is filled with plastic bottles. Yeah. Because it's all coming from... There's, it's, it's called gyrus, okay? So in between kind of all of the continents, not exactly, but you know, in those little spaces, it's where the ocean kind of creates like a whirlpool vibe. Uh-huh. Um, and that's where all of the rubbish is all connected. The biggest one is the Great Pacific one, which is I think it's close to Hawaii and Florida. Okay. Um, but there is one just off the coast of Africa as well. There's five of them all over the world. Okay. And they're just accumulating more and more and more, oh, and, more, yes. and, more and, and the thing is, we are just using more and more and more plastic. We're not yeah. giving it a second thought, you know. Um, and we need to change it now because plastic plastic was invented in the 50s so plastic's about 100 years old now mm. and it's still there you know it's not yeah. just, you know, and, and like I'm, 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 I mentioned earlier about China all these countries like America the UK they go yes we recycle we recycle actually lo and behold they were just shipping all of their stuff to China oh my word they weren't doing anything they were just shipping it off in China because of you know the the changing culture, their working m- middle class is a bit more w- westernized now. So they are, it's a whole new generation of consumers that are buying things that aren't rich. So now China has enough of their own rubbish yeah. to sustain. Oh my word, so they need to buy in anymore. So they put a ban, they have stopped buying plastic. What? Why don't, why don't I know about these things? Why do, and you talk about a ship that, the noodles, yes. Sure. The great noodle spill. Why did I know about that? Did, was it on the news? You know what? Because political things take preference. What Zoom is doing takes preference. What, so what, what happened? Ramaphosa there was a ship that carries a lot of? Okay, noodles. Noodles are these teeny tiny little plastic balls. And they are heated up, melted down, and poured into a mold to make something. Whether it's the casing for your laptop yeah. or whatever. A, 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 a bottle. Anyway, so there was this boat that was carrying all of these noodles, I think off the coast of Durban, and it spilt. All these noodles went into the ocean. All those plastic at all? A lot. A whole lot. They managed to clean up some, but they couldn't get everything. 
Yeah. So all the way from Durban right down to Cape Town, we are still picking up noodles. They are tiny, they're a pain to pick up. The ideal thing is to eat they, they're virtually the size of a, of a, of a rice. Yeah. No, but, but it's, it's a, just like a, a, a rice could be a grain of rice yeah. in, it's just round, bro- it's broken it's into two yeah. and, and made, made to wrap. Yeah. Yeah. They are minute. And they, they all have them the beach. It's full of them. And I, I can reckon birds will see that as something to be eaten and then they pick they, it up. and They, they don't, don't, don't know. You know so yeah. They're just eating it all up. Um, same as plastic bags to turtles and seals look like jellyfish. Yeah. So they're eating those, it's getting stuck in their stomach and they don't, they feel full because there's something in there. Yeah. It's not biodegrading, it's not, their, their stomachs can't, can't process it. So it's just, you know, it's just getting worse and worse and worse. Um, I want to eventually, and I hope none of your listeners steal my idea, but we, we need to make an animated movie about, about this to teach kids because there's no other way. I mean, there was Wally. I don't know if you ever saw Wally. He's, he's a, yes, the, he's a little the, the robot. computer. The, yeah, the little yeah, ro- robot. He was a little robot. Yeah, I love that who movie. Who packs all of the rubbish on, mm. on Earth. And then Eva, she's like a modern day robot from the spaceship that all the fat people live on. You know, you know. So, but that is so real. That, that is so, so close to everything. You know, yes. we have that much rubbish. We really, really do. So we need to make more animated movies and teach kids. Mm. I mean, it can be, I'm going to, I'm going to. Triggerfish, if, if you, you're listening, are coming off you. I, I, actually, I can actually put you in contact with somebody I know who works in, the, in that industry. Okay. So I'll give, I'll, after this, I'll give you his number. Okay. I'll need to write the story first. It's going to be so heartbreaking. You know, I, I want to write a kid's book about addiction as well. Um, I'm just not creative. I, I write a lot, but I don't write creative stuff. And I, I need somebody... I need somebody to, to give me to give me the story, the storyline, and I'll, I'll apply it to addiction. But I I just I could help. I'm sure we we could brainstorm. And please do. Something. The interesting thing is while we're talking about awareness type of thing is the people I spoke about because my idea was to get it into schools, and he said forget about it. It won't happen because they won't recognize the schools that there's a problem. The education system doesn't recognize that there's a problem with, with addiction. Really? Is there any form of addiction education happening in schools? Only when you do like life orientation. Probably like one this, half yeah, hour yeah. lecture on yeah. it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, uh, I, I suppose for, for schools, yes, you, you, you're facing like drug addiction, but also cell phone addiction online. Digital cocaine is what they call it. Is I went to the most amazing track about that. It's crazy. It's the, the hit you get from all the likes, from the excitement, it, it gives you the same music. type of heat as a line of cocaine. Yeah. It is absolutely digital cocaine. Absolutely. It's a hugely, hugely um, critical thing that you're dealing with. So I really, really like your idea. So jump on it sooner rather than somebody else jumps on it. No one steals that. So as things stand today, and I forgot that I always used to ask this question, and we can end with this question, is what makes you happy? And are you happy? Every day? <laughs> Generally. I, yes. Pizza I doesn't count. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to think. Uh, what makes me happy? I'm, I'm trying to think of something like not, look, I mean, what makes me happy? I like going to Zumba, I like to sweat and dance and 
I enjoy pottery. I'm, I'm still doing that. Is it? Um, yes, oh, I didn't know that. I, I, I make all sorts of things. I also sell. So, you know, I I enjoy do, doing that. What makes me happy is to help people. So you've got quite a creative flair in you. So you said, by the cool. I intend to. It's time. The time is now. Because pottery is eco-friendly. Am I correct? Pottery is. Pottery is um, to okay, like because it's it's it, it's it's clay. It's sourced from the earth, but I mean we use electricity to fire it. Yeah. The paint comes in plastic tubs, so it's not that eco-friendly. But at least it's something that you don't fuck up the earth by creating yes. or making yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. So people who buy it. They're not stuffing up the earth if yes. that thing breaks or whatever. Yes, yes, and like I can, and I, I, I think pottery is biodegradable. I mean, uh, my logic tells me it is. Yeah, there's no plastic in it, yeah. so I couldn't, I can't see why it wouldn't yeah, be biodegradable. Well. So when I die, all my pottery will just go into the grass and. But then that, that that raises the question: is why do archaeologists then dig up so much pottery shafts? <laughs> Okay, so if somebody knows, let us know. Yeah, if someone knows, it will be, it will be, it will be, will be interesting to know. Educate us, please. <laughs> yeah, so weird. Yeah. No I, I, I don't know. I don't I'm know. seeing my archaeologist friend tonight. I'll no, ask her. No, she's got a PhD in archaeology and specializing in aging of teeth, though. So I don't know how much you will know about pottery. Aging of teeth? Yeah, so she's one of the specialists in the world about aging skeletons by looking at, at the teeth. Okay. You know, that's what she did at her PhD. But Christina, mm-hmm. this is awesome. This has been lots of fun. I feel we, we, we can just talk for hours and I, hours and yeah. hours. I loved, I loved seeing you again. This is awesome. Lovely and to see you. I'm, I'm so, so excited to hear about the initiatives that you've got going. And I'm going to put links to all of it in my intro to this. Awesome. But definitely let's cross-link the stuff that you spoke about. And get people aware of where to take the eco bricks to. Are you going to start an eco brick? Are you I am definitely going to start, and I can already see my husband's face thinking, <laughs> that poor man. He, <laughs> he's a scientist. <laughs> and I walk in with all these, this stuff. <laughs> so I could just. But Look, he, if, if I can get my 60 year old parents to eco yeah. brick and recycle. But he drinks. A two-liter, he uses a two-liter bottle a day because he drinks some um, Coke Zero, which I'm happy with because no sugar and no caffeine. Um, but there's the plastic bottle, and plastic those, those we recycle. But I will now start making eco eco bricks. Like some you can recycle, some you can eco brick. You will actually once you start eco bricking, you will be so shocked at how much plastic you use because yeah. everything is wrapped in plastic. I mean, absolutely, you, yeah. It, it takes ages to fill it because my, you can just fill. So and much. my thinking goes towards if all of us in Cape Town eco brick, and we, we take those bricks and we supply it to people who build places in Kailicha. How many places can we build with all that plastic? A lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. Exactly. Just, so know, it's, there's it's, not much experience in, in that, so not too many builders are willing to put their name. Well, let's get, get people aware of it. I, I wasn't aware until I saw your post. So, just quickly, let, let, let me recap and make sure you've got everything. So, you're involved in the beach cleaner. Yes. You have talking trash. You have the eco-bricking thing. Yes. 
What else? And we recycle at home as well. And recycle at home. It's a lovely company it, called Clean Sea. And they will come and collect your stuff. Well, I think it's like 50 rand a month. Okay. Um, they give you all the bags. Uh, Muscle Bay is actually compulsory to recycle. Um, we, we get recycled bags every month, every week with our stuff and we recycle. Do you recycle at home? Oh, yay! Uh-huh. Brilliant! Um, but I think I'm a bad recycler in that uh-huh. I threw all my plastic in the recycle bag. Whether exactly. it says recycle or not. Because I don't know. I would rather put everything in there and, and people can... can yeah. So you we get one bag and we throw everything in, in yes. one bag and they get separated yes. wherever, wherever it goes. Yes. But I will definitely now do the plastics into the, the eco yes. And in terms of, of food, do you have an awareness around what you eat as well? Because actually eating organic is fucking expensive. It's very expensive. It is. You know, I've, I've, I mean, yeah, small changes I'm trying to make in my life. You know, I mean, I've just bought a bamboo toothbrush that was like 49 rand I was like, oh, 50 rand for a toothbrush yeah. okay. do you have a herb patch at home already no my, oh, dad, my, my dad is the gardener at home but, but it will oh. be small steps so small dad is retired dad so is getting, retired. getting into getting he's, a veggie he's garden he's busy washing the recycling now so, so, it, so if cool. I come to him with and like mom is retiring within the next garden. month so there you go mom <laughs> can do the veggie and the herb garden at home so we, just we keep them busy. Though. We do compost. Oh, yeah, we yeah. do compost yeah. as well. But my compost yeast was a complete flop. In the previous house we lived, we had a beautiful compost. The worms yeast. don't like onions. Hey, is it? I'm sure I put onions in there. The worms don't but like onions. I think what I did was I, I didn't cut my um, garden clippings small enough. Oh, so okay. there were big things that took very long yes, to break yeah, down. Yeah, so that I think is, is because I see it is, has now fallen a lot. Yes. So there must be a lot happening yes. at the bottom of it. And this also is now nearly nearly three years that that's been going. Does it have like a top on it at all? No. I've, we just have that green compost thing that you just shove everything oh, in, the, in the top. Okay, because yeah. if, 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 if you get something and you put a tap on it, you can pour water and then yeah. it will and then you, you take that. And you feed your roses. It's called worm tea. Ah, yeah. it's good, good for roses. I kind of love roses. So, yeah, you can also do that with your compost Ooh. and all of that. So, that literally, at, at the end of the day, we shouldn't be really throwing anything away. Like, we must yeah. try and put as little in the landfills as possible. Absolutely. So, your veg, your uncooked stuff must go to the compost, your plastic must go to recycling, your non recyclables must go to your eco brick. Basically, want nothing in your bin. Fabulous. Yeah. One of the most shocking things that I've seen was a few years ago, Yaku and I went to the Bontebok National Park just outside Swellendam. And you drive past the landfill to get into the, the sand park. And it was such a. What's the word I'm looking for? Contrast of driving through all the filth and all the bags that have blown away and bottles and things and suddenly you come to the sandbox where the it's animals are, are supposed to have this beautiful serene space and I'm like oh no, no. it's very up. I, I don't know if they've moved the entrance or whatever but I get the feeling they have they would have had to I mean it, it just it wasn't a, maybe it's actually the right thing to do because you know if you're into conservation see actually see the reality before you yeah. go into the, the conservation it's just people just need to see and realize and yeah. think 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 differently when it comes to their trash don't just think i'm just going to throw it away because there is no throwing away away goes somewhere and it doesn't go anywhere <laughs> no, there is no away away, there is, away no is a away. place yeah. yeah 
is no no way. No. Maybe I'll start to burn all, burn things that I can't, like tissues. You know? I mean, if like trying to think of changes, like I said, I got a toothbrush. Yeah. I have to stop buying tissues. I still have to use a handkerchief. The next level is a menstrual cup. No more tampons. No, no. more pads. A menstrual cup. And, and, and those are things There's so that, many changes we need nappies. to make. Do you know how many nappies there must be in landfills? I'm just thankful that my parents used towelling nappies. Yeah. The good old days we had the steering nappy bucket in the bathroom. So none of my stuff is in the landfill. No, none of my nappies are there and I'm very proud of it. You go, go. Just think of all these other nappies yeah. that are fabulous. Right, we try again to close. Yes, yes, okay. Thank you for your we time, We can definitely Freddy. carry on for a very, very long time. This was bloody awesome. Thank you Thank so you much. much. You have a wonderful Saturday afternoon. You too. Ciao. Thank you. It was only when I was editing the podcast that I realized two things. One, how bad the sound quality really was. And I apologize for that again. And two, that Christina and I spoke very little about her actual spiritual journey but focused far more on her spiritual practice in her daily life, which is a deep caring for the environment. I love her saying, I want to be part of the solution, not the pollution. I think it is an excellent motto to live by. Please go to Facebook and look for Trash Talk. This is Christina's environmental conservation page, and she needs your support. Please give her a follow and learn a lot about how we can care better for Mother Earth. I really feel strongly about this and I'm very grateful for the time spent with Christina. My first eco-brick is very close to full and it excites me terribly to know that I'm doing my part. I also completely stopped using plastic shopping bags and do not use plastic straws anymore. We can save the world, one good deed at a time. If you want to know more about what I do, please feel free to connect with me on my website which is www.freddy.org.za or find me on Facebook at either Meet Me in the Field or Freddy Counselor or Freddy van Rensburg or on Twitter at, at Rensburg Freddy or on Instagram at Freddy Counselor. Remember that Freddy is always spelled with an IE at the end. If you feel you have a spiritual journey to share with us, please contact me. We would like to hear from you. I am currently working on a new idea and I'm looking for someone who has taken the Hajj or any other significant spiritual journey to come and talk to us. If you have done something like this and are willing to share your experience with us, I shall greatly appreciate it. I want to thank Christina for this time and for sharing her view with me in the field. Thank you for listening. Be safe. Bye.